Hey friends, welcome back to How to Live the Podcast, where we're figuring out this thingy called life through real, meaningful, and fun conversations. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon, and we missed you so freaking much. We hope you missed us too, but we did have a beautiful couple of months off. We've been podcasting nonstop for about two years now and I don't think we've ever taken a break more than a couple of weeks long. So it was really, really nice to have a bit of a break but we are coming back so fresh and energized and when Jess and I chat now, we are always coming up with so many ideas that we are just dying to podcast about. So cannot wait to get back into it. Yeah, we have had so many conversations over the last two months, like big philosophical, interesting conversations and we're like, Oh, like wish we had microphones right now because this would have made for a great podcast episode. So we definitely have a lot of new things that we're really excited to talk to you about. A lot of things that we care about that we want to share with you. A lot of things that we're angry about (laughs) and we want to share with you. A lot of things we're passionate about and we just can't wait to chat about all of them. So in today's episode, we just wanted to have a little bit of a catch up and let you guys know what we've been up to over the last couple of months and where we're at mentally, physically, spiritually, where things are out with tubes, lots of exciting stuff has been going on. So let's get into today's episode. Okay, so where to even begin? I feel like maybe I just want to put it out there that I fixed my body from hypermobility. Oh my God. Yeah, so I feel like hypermobility is a syndrome that a lot of people suffer from but don't really talk about. And when you chat to a lot of people, people are like, oh, me too, I have that. And Jess and I have been going through this thing for years now where our bodies are just failing us. I regularly throw out my back, my neck, can't walk for like a week or 10 days. One time I hobbled around New York Fashion Week from event to event in platform shoes, but I was literally hunched over like an old lady and I was like shuffling. And just to let you know, if you don't actually know what that is or you've never heard the term, it's basically like we have really loose joints. So you might look at someone that's hypermobile in a yoga class and be like, ooh, I'm so jealous of them. They're so flexible. But in actual fact, they're just hypermobile and we got a whole bunch of issues and we're sore pretty much all the time. And being flexible is like the only perk, but there's a lot of suffering that goes along with it. And Jess and I had been trying stuff for years, literally years to fix our bodies. And I found the most amazing Pilates instructor in Byron, which by the way, I'm still living in, in case you're wondering. And I have been really dedicated. I go two, three, sometimes four times a week. And I just wanted to mention it because I felt so lost. And I feel like there are so many things that we all face that, you know, everybody's telling you, this person's going to heal you, this person can fix you, and you feel like you've tried everything and nothing at all works. But last year, when I look back to my life a year ago, my body was completely falling apart. I couldn't eat anything and hadn't been able to Mm. eat anything in a year. So sad. 
And I was just in a totally different place. I did start meditating exactly a year ago as well, regularly. And so that could have something to do with it. I'm sure. Um, But also just that there is hope and don't give up and keep trying all the things because now my body is fantastic and I feel so strong. I, if I injure myself, it bounces back in like 10 minutes, my body itself. It's magic. So and thanks to the gut hypnotist, I can eat everything as well. So keep on at it, guys. Yay. Oh my goodness. I did not think we would be here. That's so good. I remember I used to say to people like, oh no, you look at my body and you think that I'm fucked. My sister is so much worse and I feel like now it's the reverse. So it's great. <laughs> now I'm very glad to be your hope that yeah. there you can recover from this. Exactly. Okay, what do I want to share? I think that something that has happened over the last couple of months, which has been pretty revolutionary for me, is Elliot and I signed up to a conscious couples course. And I feel like we will definitely do one, if not multiple episodes on the learnings that we have had from this couples course. Mm, I want that episode. I want your learnings, please. Yeah, but it's been amazing. So it was January 1 and actually Elliot and I were sitting right now where Stephanie and I are sitting now. And we were setting our intentions for the year and we wanted to do something together. Our relationship has come really, really far. We've been together for nine years um, and over that time we've split up a few times and obviously had like existential crises about whether or not we're supposed to be together like everyone else does. Just the standard relationship stuff. But we did find ourselves on January 1 being like, shit, we're in a really good place. Things are really great. They feel amazing. We've, we're coming off the back of an incredible year together. Like what now? And we had looked at this couples course before. Um, it's by Kat and Tully and it's called Ignite Couples Course if anyone wants to look it up. And we were just reading about it and we felt like it could be a really beautiful time to start this couples course. I think a lot of people go into therapy or seek out help when they're in crisis mode. So a lot of other people in the course, you know, are experiencing disconnects with their partners or they've had children and they feel like they've had years without having any connection. And it was really nice for Elliot and I to be able to go into that. Just being like, we really love each other. We're actually at the top of our communication, at the top of our connection game. And we just want to further this development together. And it's been amazing. I feel like I don't want to give anything else away because we will talk about it. But it has been so incredible and such a transformational experience for me. I think that I, prior to this, would have described myself as very vulnerable in my relationship but I've definitely taken vulnerability to a whole new level and it's just really completely changed the game for us in the way that we relate to each other. Mm. Isn't that so funny the way when you say we're doing a couples course or we're in therapy, people are like, oh, trouble. You know, that's usually a sign of, oh, things are bad. So we're going to do this together. And Renan and I have also been seeing a couples counselor together For similar reasons that like we just want to up level our relationship and take things to the next stage. And I think it's just so nice to get rid of that taboo around going and seeing a relationship counselor or working on your relationship like as if that's a bad thing Mm. when actually just like self-work, 
it's a really amazing thing and you can get so much more out of it when you're in a good place. I hear so many people say, I'm in a good place, I don't need therapy or I'm in a good place, I don't need meditation. And I'm like, oh, when I'm in a good place and I'm doing therapy and meditation, that is when I'm just like flying high. Mm, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's been a really interesting experience as well for me and Smells to tell people that we're doing a couples course because uh, their reaction isn't always positive. Like um, his brother was like, I don't get it. Like, are you guys in trouble? Why are you doing a course? And I was like, oh no, like we just want to get to know each other better. And his, his response was, you've been together for nine years. You don't think you know each other well enough yet. And it's just such a, because that is a very uh, traditional way of looking at things. Totally. We've been together for nine years. We know how each other's farts smell, but there is always room to get to know each other on deeper levels. I'm eating breakfast right now. I did not need that visual, but thanks. So onto more worky matters. We've had quite a lot happening with tubes lately. And before we kind of dive into it, it's really funny because Jess and I were just reflecting before we hit record that while things are going really crazy at tubes, it's actually the most chilled we've ever been at work and it's almost a nice breather and it's kind of a combination of reaping the rewards of a lot of I don't want to say hard work because I don't like that term a lot of hard work. Good, good work a lot of good work smart work that we've done over the the last bunch of years on tubes but I also think it's a beautiful thing that's carried on for us from COVID where we got rid of our 80% that we were doing that wasn't actually getting us anything. And we've focused on our 20% that's really bringing in most of that sweet stuff. And I hope that a lot of people are really continuing to shift things post COVID because I think it's so easy to just drop back into regular life. And I've certainly been guilty of it in certain aspects, but I think we've done a really good job with tubes where we found this new normal we found this new beautiful way of working in flow where we say no to so so many things like we oh my god it's just like no every every minute is no yeah like you can just just safely assume it's a no Um, most emails that come in asking us to do jobs that we used to be like well this is so cool we actually get to we really think about it well we only say yes to the things that are really important to us And I think that it's just such an epic way to be doing business and to see tubes flying higher than it ever has because we're really putting the time and effort into the right things rather than the things that are going to make us feel like we're doing good by busying ourselves. Mm, And just to give you a little refresh, so in October, we did transition tubes into that more sustainable direction. And Steph and I have been quite open about, you know, the 18 months prior to that, or even two years, I would say, just feeling a complete lack of inspiration in our business. You know, we set out to create vegan footwear and that was in a time where there wasn't a lot of vegan footwear out there. You couldn't really get anything cool. Doc Martens certainly wasn't doing vegan footwear or anything mainstream like that. 
And so I think a big part of why we were feeling so restless was because that mission was no longer relevant. There was so much vegan fashion out there, which is awesome. Like we love to see that and we loved being a part of that change. But I think once that change was created and once you could literally get vegan fashion anywhere, the drive was no longer there for us. Mm. And so there were about 18 months or two years there where we were just like sitting in it being like, what are we doing? Not even naming what are we doing, just like having internal conversations with myself. Like, I hate this. Why are we doing it? What did I get myself into? You know, what's next for me? I'm feeling so restless here. And to go from that to now where we are, where we're so excited about what we're doing and also our customers are so excited about what we're doing. I also think that that has a really big part to play in the reception of tubes right now because we're putting joy and excitement into it and they're getting joy and excitement out of it and it's like this really beautiful mutual values excitement that we're all having together trying to create this change through fashion that really didn't exist before because I think if you went to our Instagram or if you saw the stuff on our website or looked at our collections you could tell that the passion was dwindling and You know, even if it wasn't on a thinking level, it was definitely on a subconscious level that people weren't responding to tubes in the way that we wanted them to. And so it's so cool now that it's 100% aligned with our values and our passions. And now people are finally responding to it the way we wanted them to. And it's so ironic because for so many years we wanted to be this. But I think we were also so caught up in in the ego of wanting it to be the best. And it wasn't actually looking at, okay, what do we really want to create? We weren't tapping into that real internal driver of what do we want to put out into the world? We were just on this hamster wheel of be the best, do the best, be the biggest, crush the competition. (laughs) I don't know. Were we those people? Crush. What's the word crush? (laughs) I don't know. It's very masculine energy, but I feel like, you know, we wanted to be the best and that implies- We wanted world domination. Yeah. That was like our- that that was what we said that implies crushing I feel Mm -hmm. um and someone actually said it to me yesterday they were like oh just love the way you and your sister are so driven and motivated and you're just not going to stop until you're the biggest thing ever and Mm -hmm. I sat back and this is someone who's known me for a really long time and I was like yeah no that's old me yeah Uh, totally (laughs) I'm not that anymore and I was driven by that for such a long time I was like we're going to be the best we're going to show them who's them don't know But in the last couple of years, like definitely for both of us going on this self-work journey, getting into more meditation and yoga and all of that good stuff has just seen this massive shift that I think like it's funny when you look back on it, but it's so ironic because we tried and tried to have this like big business, but it wasn't happening because we wanted it so badly. And now we've gone and just let go and worked on ourselves and really tapped into what's really important to us. And now our business is thriving more than ever. Mm, Yeah, it is quite funny. And and I do think like we needed to explore that. Like I think it's all necessary. I don't look back on that time filled with regret and think, what was little Jess doing? Like why was she trying to find so much self-fulfillment from like growing a business? But I think that it, All of those little things that we did got us to where we are. And it also has just come at such a great time where now 
when people approach us to do things, we can actually figure out whether we want to do them out of like want and love and excitement and joy and values, or if we want it out of ego. And if it's the latter, then even if our ego is like, yes, 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 I want to do that. I want to do that. We can still just be like, no, that's not for you. And our bodies are very much like a a hard no if it involves getting out of like our trackies and off the couch. Like you can feel that in your body where it's like, nah, my body doesn't want that. Yeah, 100%. And so I'm not sure if you guys might have seen, but we did launch our collaboration with Glenda McCulloch from Kunjalela Art. And that is something that we were working on for about a year a year and two months before we launched it. So Glenda and her sisters paint contemporary Indigenous artworks under the brand Kunjalela Art. They are so incredibly talented and we want to tell you all about that. So we'll definitely be doing a full episode on it. But just to give you a little idea, we released that collaboration about a month ago now and it went so bonkers Nainies. so quickly. Like... We were just totally blown away by it. We did not see that reaction coming. We ended up doing a quick reorder and put them onto pre-order the next week. Same thing. They sold out. It's just amazing and really cool to be able to work with people whose values are so aligned with ours and also to be able to support our First Nations people through a collection is just so, so cool. So Definitely, if you haven't checked it out, you can and they're absolutely beautiful and we will be talking all about that more. And then I think our last piece of news, the biggest thing that's happened in the last couple of weeks is we got a puppy. Mm, We got a new little golden. So our baby Milu, our golden baby passed away in October last year. It was very sudden and very traumatic. And I think if I'm honest, we probably wouldn't have gotten a dog for quite a long time. Um, But our mom really, really did want to get a new puppy. We do have Bo as well. And she was so used to having another dog with her that we were all kind of feeling a little bit bad for her. She seemed quite sad and quite lonely without a friend. So we got this beautiful golden puppy. He is now nine weeks old. He is such a freaking angel. His name is Sunny. We'll call him Sunshine. And his name actually comes from Milu because when Milu passed away, we asked him to send us some signs from beyond just to show us that he was with us and that he loved us. One of the things that we asked for was sunflowers. And we are literally showered with sunflowers every single day. Like I honestly can't go one day without seeing at least three different sunflowers I would say whether it's in person or on my phone or on someone's outfit or even on a phone cover I've seen it so when we decided we were going to get a new puppy we we really wanted it to link to Milu in some way we wanted the puppy to be Milu's gift to us and so Sunny is his name and I feel like every time I like play with him I just like connect with Milu in that way and I really feel like he is such a gift that Moo was able to give us. Mm, And if you haven't heard our episode with Laurel and Jackson uh, the psychic medium who taught us all about these signs I think it was our last episode that we put up so definitely recommend that you go and have a listen to that because it's such a beautiful way to feel connected to your loved ones who have crossed over. Another really exciting thing that happened, I think just after we wrapped the podcast for 2020, was 
I started teaching at Hear Yoga in Malvern, which is a place where I have been a student for about five years, I think. And it's, You guys, she's obsessed. Yeah. A student doesn't even like begin to do it justice. She's obsessed with this place. Yeah, like it's very much my home. When I go there, I feel like I'm home. During lockdown, we weren't able to go anywhere. And that was like the one place that I really fantasized about going. Like the smell, the feel, everything about it. I just love so much. And I learned to be a yoga teacher there. Doesn't it smell sweaty? No, it smells like incense and just yummy. Mm, that sounds There's like good. this button you can click and then like it sucks all of the air out of the room. Like, and it takes like five minutes and then all the sweaty smell goes very cool. What? Yeah, I know. That's amazing. There's like behind the scenes yoga things that you get to learn when you're a teacher. But so I have wanted to teach there for forever. Like that was kind of my be all and end all as a yoga teacher. But obviously being so embarrassed and also not wanting to be too vulnerable, which I now look back and think that I was being silly, but I never told anyone really that I wanted to work there other than Steph and other than Elliot, my partner. And I never even told the studio owner that I wanted to work there. So in December, I got a text from her. She was like, hey, like I'm looking for a teacher to do some covers. I don't suppose you want to teach here, do you? And I literally died and then continued to die for about three weeks. Like I just was so high on life and adrenaline and so excited. And we laugh about it now because I said to her, like when she asked me that, I was so over the moon and she was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why didn't you ever tell me that you wanted to teach here? Like I thought that because you'd been a member here for so many years, you were like trying to keep your teaching and your students separate. So I never thought of you to teach. What? You never told me that far. Are you kidding? Yeah, I know because it's so funny. I just expected her to know without like ever articulating it to her. Oh, what a lesson. What a powerful lesson is in that because if we don't ask we don't get right yeah I mean I did end up getting in the end from not asking but I think maybe I would have gotten it faster or maybe she just would have known and we could have talked about it more I don't know but so I am teaching there five classes a week now and I'm just like having the best freaking time and it's challenging in all the best ways and I've had a lot of imposter syndrome come up through it which has been really interesting to navigate and it's just so wild it's so funny that you teach five yoga classes a week which sounds to me like a lot and when I tell people oh my sister's a yoga teacher now she teaches like a bunch of classes they're like oh okay so she's not in the business with you anymore and I'm like oh no she's still totally in the business like that's such an inspiring thing that you do that you're able to have those different things and I love that it's not hard work it's not like I wouldn't describe you as working so hard it's Mm. just like this flow of life that you're living in and everything doesn't feel like work yeah well and also it's like a hobby that you get paid for right Mm. so how many how many other things do you do outside of work in your week how many hours do you spend on puzzles yeah or like watching tv even you know I'm just like waking up early and like spending a couple of hours in a warm room sharing with people what I love like it's so couldn't feel less like work Mm, totally And on that note, I've also started a meditation teacher training course, which is super exciting. And it is with my favorite all-time teacher, Tara Brack, and also Jack Cornfield. And I've had a few nights already that I've woken up at 3 a.m. because they're teaching from the US and it's all, the whole course is online. 
but I'll often have to get up at three in the morning and do like an eight hour thing with them. And I totally see now how for you, it's not work. I'm just like, I get up and I've got like the biggest smile on my face and I have so much energy and people are like, how did you stay up and concentrate when I did that two days in a row? And I'm like, I was on there every word. Like mm. it was so much fun and it's really cool and feels really fulfilling to be going on this journey now. So cool. And I, I really love about that and about my yoga teaching as well that like I feel like we used to fit the mold of what it meant to be an entrepreneur, you know, in those books that you read about entrepreneurs and the panels that you check into and the things that you hear and the squares that you read on Instagram, you know, it's all about hard work. The hustle, baby, if hustle. You, if you start a business, that's all you'll ever do for the rest of your life. Yeah, or like, like you'll work every day, like 15 hour days, but it won't feel like work. Yeah, and I just think that I used to feel like I was in that box and I didn't know how to get out of it and didn't feel authentic to me. And now I just feel like we're in such a great place where we no longer subscribe to that. And we recognize that there are so many different parts of ourselves and we want to create change through tubes. And we also want to do other things like be a meditation teacher for you and be a yoga teacher for me. And it's so epic. I feel that I want other people to realize that they don't have to fit into a box, mm. you know. And just because you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, you don't need to feel like you need to grind and work crazy days and nights in order to have a successful business. Mm, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> what is success? What is success? Let's save that for another day. Yeah. And on that note, I did want to say I felt like a little bit uncomfortable when I first was like doing this meditation teacher course I signed up for it um in May last year just on a whim because I love Tara and I saw an email she was like we've got this course and I was like I don't know why and I don't know what and I don't know when and how and who but I'm doing this course and I think it's really funny because I felt funny about like how does this fit into my life how am I got my business and I'm also doing this course and what is everything going to fit together and it's just kind of flowing and happening on its own and the other day on our road trip when Renan and I drove from Byron to Melbourne we listened to a lot of the Beatles and then the next day we got a an email from our meditation our Vedic meditation teacher Laura Paul I don't know if you read this email and it was talking about the Beatles and how they went to Rishikesh to study to be meditation teachers. Huh. And they were meant to be there for three months. They ended up leaving halfway through. And out of that, they produced their album called The White Album. And it was really inspired by all of this spiritual stuff. And I just feel like that is so cool the way they immerse themselves in this spiritual side of life. And then they were able to take it and better their work with it. Mm. which is definitely what I think we feel like we're hoping to do with tubes and we are doing with tubes you know bringing in our values around the environment that was something that grind entrepreneur versions of Jess and Steph couldn't have done because we were just too focused on what everyone else was doing and how we could one-up them as mm. opposed to figuring out what we genuinely wanted to do and doing that instead yeah for sure all right, well, this was fun. We're going to be doing a whole lot more of it. So we're going to be back in your ears next week. We're now back to our regular schedule of weekly episodes dropping on your podcast app every Tuesday morning, Australia time. 
If there is something specific that we chatted about in this episode that you'd like to hear more of, please drop us a line at How to Live the Podcast on Facebook and How to Live the Podcast on Instagram. Next week, you're going to be catching another conversation with the two of us. We cannot wait to chat to you then. Have an awesome week. Love you. Mean it. Na 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 na